You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Just saying, featuring conversations on love, sex, and relationships from three sassy ladies. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Just Saying. Evening and welcome to Just Saying. Thank you for joining your three favorite girlfriends. It's Friday night. We hope you got your cocktail because we got some juicy stuff to talk about. Did you miss us last week? Because we wasn't in the chat room. Was y'all in there without us? Just checking. Just checking. So let me introduce you to my co-host. To my left, the amazing, the beautiful, the talented, and the 20 pounds lighter, Mrs. April Daniels. Hi. And next to April is our new flyest girl, I'm just saying, the new LA chick, our black Barbie, Miss Jennifer Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and for tonight's topic, we had to bring in a special guest. Now, this is our dog. Like, yes. for real, this is our hitter. Like, she will fight you for me. Yes. We love her. She is a mom. She is an incredibly successful television executive. She yes. is a boss, and she is not your average church chick. So please welcome Miss Treva Williams. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. hey honey. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yes. My pleasure. My finally, pleasure. finally. 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 You it's know. My, and I'm going to say finally not because y'all didn't invite me before. Finally, what? That is I, not true. I said, I'm going to say finally, finally not because okay. you guys invited me before. Finally, because I said bump it. I'm going to take a day off and come <laughs> well, be with my girls. We, we appreciate we it. a little on here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We are so happy that you are joining yes. us. So before we jump into our show, we always kind of catch up and talk about what everybody has been doing. So Jennifer, what have you been up to this week? So I have some new projects that I'm working on Ooh. that I'm really, really excited about. Some passion projects. And I'm starting a new online store Ooh, called nice. Classy Girl Wardrobe. Ooh. And I'm excited about that. <laughs> and April's son, who is so smart and amazing, <laughs> Thank you. is helping me with my website. So I'm just extremely, extremely blessed <laughs> to have all you guys in my life and Aww. to have him helping me. And I'm just, you know, I'm looking forward to my next chapter LA. I'm yes. still getting, you know, I'm settled, but I'm not adjusted. So I'm still getting yeah. adjusted and, um, yeah, I have some new TV projects. <laughs> nice. I'm excited about that. So, nice. you know, I'm, I'm just planting my seeds so it could bloom right. shortly. Right. So, so the world will meet the new Jennifer Williams. Yes. 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 I'm, I'm about to cut my hair every day. <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, I just leave it. Yeah. No, no, no. There you go. There you go. Now, April, both of us were in Dallas. Yes, we at were. Mega Fest. Yeah. I know you didn't plan on coming. No, I so didn't because it was supposed to be a family trip. And next thing I knew, I was on a flight to Dallas. And I was like, what in the world? But what I loved about it was that got to see you it was yes. so and like off the cuff I walked in and looked behind me and the day I walked in I was like ah! 
<laughs> you know, and I was like, I gotta go now. But yeah, yeah we were down there. Um, Tamar, she was doing girl talk and a couple other things, mm-hmm. and we were shooting season four of Tamar. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> so we had a good time. Good. good. I heard you. You were incredible. I heard you had uh, not only the women and all, but I heard you had the husbands with the women. Like this woman is incredible. So that's that's amazing. It was yeah. it was truly truly amazing. So you guys, I, I spoke at Megafest. Yes. I taught an empowerment session. I was so incredibly nervous. Right? <laughs> I walked into my room like an hour before, and it was like it was so big. So I was like, "How many seats are in here?" <laughs> <laughs> it's about a thousand uh, seats. I said, well, who's gonna seats? <laughs> I need some seats. Right? Can you get some extras? <laughs> But in the end, it was, um, every seat was filled. Wow. It was standing room only. They were turning people away at the door. So I Look was so, God. so thankful. Won't he do <laughs> it? Yeah. And I didn't cuss once. See? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's so good. It was amazing. You and nobody me. tried you, did they? And no, <laughs> no one tried me this time. Put your switchblade away. <laughs> So, Tim, what have you been up to? Because oh we God. haven't seen you in forever. I know. They, yeah, they call me T, but my other name is Miriam because I'm a Hebrew slave. <laughs> I have been working. I have just been working. I've been mm-hmm. working. Um, I'm, a par- I'm a part of uh, Mona Me Entertainment, which is Mona Scott Young's production company. And I've been working. I've been training. I've been learning. She has grabbed me by my arm and has just pulled me through mm-hmm. this process. And I feel like she's giving me every ounce of her 20 year experience right. and she's making me suck it up before 2015 ends. <laughs> so yes I've been working like a Hebrew slave and in between time enjoying my grandbaby yes. who lives here and always on FaceTime with my other grandbaby so you know just living life <laughs> Monday through Friday I'm a, I'm a street hustling uh, producer right? and uh, Saturdays and Sundays I'm Grammy yes. <laughs> yes. and tell us what, what show you're currently working on I am currently working on the exciting Love and Hip Hop <laughs> Hollywood Woo! Season 2. Fire. premiere Monday, September 7th. I make the TV you love to watch. I don't want to tell nobody that you do watch. But we appreciate you for tuning in. Right? And you're going to be glued this season. Wow. Because we, mm. have, we have produced the hell out of this I season. I can only imagine. Amazing. Wow. I'm so proud. Give us like, <laughs> drop a little like. Okay, I can drop a little. Only because our Super Trail is already out. We have... Um, well, of course, we have Ray J's back, and he's brought his girl, Princess, back. They still together? I know. Depends like, on which day of the week. Depends upon which day of the week. They're young. The, you know, that goes with the territory. Then we have Tierra Marie, and there's an interesting twist with her and the whole, it's a Ray J, it, it's some interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then we have, you know, everybody loves Lil Fizz. You know, the girls yeah. have dusted off their yeah. posters from B2K days, and he's still working hard. They cut the other members off yes. and just got him on the wall. So him, and then we have some exciting new couples. We have, I'm very excited about uh-huh. Willie, Willie from Day 26 okay. and his wife and his family. I always him. Oh, I love him. I did a party with him. He's a nice guy. He is, he is. And I love his wife. His wife is crazy, but I love her. <laughs> and then we have, you know, it, it hit the blogs, it hit the press everywhere. We have our first um, openly gay black male hip hop couple on the yes. 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 yes, I did read a little yes. something about we that. They're rappers, they're producers, wow. and um, one of them we follow his journey to finding himself. Oh, wow, um, nice. and it's we. I'm I'm very proud of this storyline because okay. we told it, and I don't care what anybody says and how people come. 
I rest every night knowing that we took such care to tell their story with mm-hmm. responsibility, mm-hmm. minus sensationalism. I mean, they, they live a they live a hip hop life, mm-hmm. gay or not. They live a hip hop life, and there's right. drama that comes with right. hip hop. But the responsibility that we took behind the scenes and in the process to tell their story, I am uber uber proud of. Wow, <laughs> nice. that's amazing! Yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. Well, we will be supporting. Yes, Thank yes. <laughs> well, it's Friday night, and no Friday night would be complete without our. Our traditional cocktail. <laughs> so, Yay, Jen, tell us what we are having tonight. <laughs> so, shout out to Tiny's Tequila because yes. she is our sponsor. Oh so, tonight our drink is the Peach Hustle. Mm. And so, we have the Tiny's Orange Blossom Tequila, mm-hmm. a little peach schnapps, top it off with some orange juice and some grenadine. And you have the perfect... Oh, that is good. That is good. That is good. That's nice. I mean, I'm not no bartender, but I can make a little So the recipe will be on the website. Yes, right? the recipe is on the website, okay. justsayingshow.com. So check it out. Get your cocktail. Get your little ingredients and drink with us. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Jen. So before we jump into our show, you guys know that we bring you our show live every week and we're able to do this at no cost to anyone because you all are our viewers and we have amazing sponsors that believe in what we're doing like DraftKings. So I want you guys to continue to tune in, tune into the podcast, go to blackhollywoodlive.com, get more information, support DraftKings because without them, we would not be bringing you just saying. All right. Just so saying. now, thank you, Jackie. Yes, yes. we love you, Jackie. Right. Yes. Thank you. We love a sponsor. Hello. Hello. And more reasons. I'm all about a good sponsor. So, ladies, let's jump into our show tonight. Tonight, we are talking about not your average church chick. Now, I just came from Dallas, so I've been in the church world for, you know, a good (laughs) 72 hours. I was all up in it. Uh, But our girl, Treva, created this concept called Not Your Average Church Chick, and we thought it was appropriate that we talk about (laughs) it this week. So, T, tell us about it, and when did you come up with it, and why? Actually, to be very honest, not your average church chick. My my son, um, I was in full time ministry from like 2003 up until like 2009 or so, probably beyond that because I did work for the Marys, but so till 2014. Mm-hmm. But um, it was rough. It wasn't always easy. I got saved at 29, so I was married, had kids. I was on my second marriage, had kids. I didn't grow up with you know in a church. I didn't go every Sunday, mm-hmm. Wednesday. I was not. I, I just found the Lord. Um, in full-time ministry, I met some people <laughs> that was not quite that sweet all the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they would be. Mm-hmm. So I got to a place after I got tired of just having my feelings hurt. And then you know how you get to that frustrated, angry yes. spot? Yes. And one day this lady, she tried me in a parking lot. <laughs> no, we weren't even in a parking lot. We were like in the vestibule of the of the church. Uh-huh. And she said something crazy to me. Right. And I looked. I said, blink heifer. I am not your average church chick. I will make it happen for you and your father. 
You and, get your entire life up here. And that, and honestly, that's where it came wow. from. It was from a negative place. And then, but through my time, I started just, it just stuck with me because part of it was I didn't see me, I didn't, I didn't see me in right. the church that I was at that time. Mm-hmm. I was looking for myself. Right. So I found myself imitating and emulating what holy represented mm-hmm. or what right. church ladies represented. Right. And I was so out of my comfort zone. I was wearing big hair, rhinestones on her things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was just, uh, but I figured out what you were supposed to do. Because right. when I was younger, right. I always knew, I always knew about the Lord. And I always assumed that getting saved was something you did when you got mm-hmm. older. And you know, at 20 something, older to me at that day and time was 55. <laughs> right. So I feel like when I got 55, I was going to be real good and save and go to church. Right, like, right, right. I've been did everything I wanted to do. And I mean, what you doing at 55? Right. But now at 47, I know mama's going to be popping. <laughs> but anyway, so I had reserved that time for that. And I just didn't recognize myself. I couldn't, I, di- I didn't know how, I still enjoyed what I enjoyed. I still right. was who I was. Right. And I was looking for me and everybody else was telling me I needed to be everybody but, but, you, but yourself, mm-hmm. yes. And, you know, I think that Christians have <clears throat> such a bad habit, you know, of doing that. So, Jen, tell us, like, for you, how have you kind of dealt with, you know, Christians who who believe that you should be their own picture of Christianity? Honestly, <laughs> like, with everything I've been through, my skin mm-hmm. is so tough, and I don't okay. try to conform to anybody's idea of whatever they think, whatever right. kind of bullshit. I'm just like, listen, I know I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. and I try and read, like, five chapters of my Bible every night. Sometimes mm-hmm. it don't happen because I'd be a little too drunk. <laughs> and sometimes I don't make it to church on Sunday because right, I'd be right. a little hungover. <laughs> I go to church, you know, I, I call myself a, a Christian. Mm-hmm. I, I did get saved and you know what? I, I, I try to be the best that I can be. Like right. I'm, I'm a work in progress. So right. I know that, you know, there are things that I absolutely do need to work on, but I don't like, I don't put myself in this box. Right. I'm like, listen, I go to church. Yes. I curse. Yes. I sin. We all do. Yes. So I just, I, honestly, I don't listen to the, the chit chat. Right. It's like, exactly. look, right. I do what I could do. I'm not here to judge you. Don't right. judge me. Yeah. And that's the judgment part, I think, yeah. that I always had yes. the biggest, yeah. you know, problem with. Not that, not that there were women that I felt couldn't sew into my life or couldn't help me be better, but it always just came with that, you know, that negative yes. finger pointing. Yes. Now, April, I know your life changed dramatically <laughs> when you met the man of your dreams. Oh my gosh, did it? Yes. No more Sister April. Sweet Sister April. It was a while. Like, I did April's wedding, didn't see her no more. And then 10 years later, I was like, who is? <laughs> oh my gosh, it was, it was. I mean, I had always, I was brought up to have a relationship with right. Jesus, Lord Jesus, Savior. Yes, all of that. But I was not church on Sundays. I was not at Bible school. I did not eat, sleep, and breathe in church. That was not a part of my life. So when I met Sean, I was like, say, what now? Wait a minute. We went to church last Sunday. We got to go again. I'm like, wait a minute. What you mean? It's a church program. We don't have to go to that. Bro-. You know, so it was kind of weird because I was from one world that was kind of right. like at my leisure right. to a world that was like, 
every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We have to do this. You have to be on the ministry. You have to. And I'm right. like, okay, you know, but I grew to love it. You know, it wasn't something that I was uncomfortable with. I think people were more uncomfortable with me because mm-hmm. I didn't fit the cookie cutter mold mm-hmm. of right. a Christian girl. Mm-hmm. I wasn't what people thought Sean should marry. And so, you know, that was. <laughs> <laughs> That that is when my husband, old ass lady. That is when my husband tried to Sean Daniels. If you are watching, that's a shame. No, you see how you had your wife looking. April, is that you? Yes, that is April. That is me with uh, first lady so and so suit on, and I had a closet full of them. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was so happy being her. Right. I was so happy being her. That's because you were like somebody's grandmother. (laughs) No, no. She was happy because she was at home getting that good (laughs) good. already done what most young people do and right. I really was at a place where I was like oh my god if right. I don't find my husband this is not it you right. know I was like yeah, yeah. she so when it came I was like sure I'll get a suit mm-hmm. in every color I'll wear a big hat thank yeah. god I ain't gonna give y'all a picture with a hat on yes, but no. you know <laughs> even during this time visually I fit the mold yes. but still people did not think I was yeah. Supposed to be in the position right, that right. I was well, in. Right. They, could, they couldn't. They couldn't track your background. No. Yeah. You yeah. In youth choir. They don't remember you. No. From yeah. This. And, and your then, mama, your grandma wasn't. They, they couldn't track your. Right. Mom. Trust you, me. I wore the uniform too. Yeah. 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 I had well, a I and everything. Or then you had the people that said, "Oh, yeah, I know somebody who know you, and they told me all about you." And I'm thinking, if you asked me, I would have told you all about <laughs> right. me. I ain't got nothing to hide. You ain't got to go do a background right. search on me. Exactly. I let you know. You know, right. I did it. I'm not ashamed right. of it. But you know. It, it definitely was hard to, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, uh, have people because I really was in a position of wanting to embrace. Yes. Right. Yeah. But let me tell you, they was like, oh, "Stop, oh lady, stop." No, we ain't doing day, I don't do the pass the peace thing in church. <laughs> no, because people would take that opportunity to say crazy stuff to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm reaching out yeah. in love to go like this. You, you should maybe wear to, or mm-hmm. something like this. Is not mm-hmm. the time. Right. So to this day, mm-hmm. we're not passing peace. Yeah. Right. I know you when I came in the door. I won't be passing <laughs> peace. Now. Now, y'all know we ain't, none of us is average. No. But no. there are some pretty average women in the church. Yes, there is. I mean, let's yeah. just take a look at oh, some Oh, did you say that's not right? Let's just take a look at some of them. Where is the sweet, beautiful lady in that red suit? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm real. too average. She got on her real good church uniform on this oh, Sunday. Come on, come on, somebody. She got at the usher board. Don't they always look Jane the same? No, that's the first lady. That's the first lady. That's the first lady. That's the first lady. usher board is on white. With her white yes. mittens. Hey, and, and what about the hats? Because the hats. Yeah. Is that the uniform? Like I'm so confused. <laughs> no, that's, that's the black right. Now see that right there. Right, right here. Mm-hmm. That's Sister, Sister May. No, that's Sister Pearlene. <laughs> she got it leaning to the side a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I've been and see, so long. that that one with the feather, uh, she a problem. I yeah, can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. She's she taking right. the phone. She's like, I'm gonna fake it till I make it. She the ringleader. Yeah, they don't know what's happening on Saturdays and Fridays. Lord Jesus. Now I. No, I am not by myself. Has anybody ever had one of them ushers come and bring you like a nice, beautiful little scarf? 
a to put over your yeah. thighs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I've seen that done. I don't yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I think I think people I don't appreciate it. That this is where I stand with that. What? We are in a world today that mm-hmm. tradition is not going to win souls. Yes, you yeah. cannot mm-hmm. make a person feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. No. If this is somebody's first time coming to the church, they don't know protocol. Yeah. But right. comfort them, give them love. Don't yeah. make them feel like you're wrong. Mm-hmm. That's inappropriate because they're not coming back. Right. Yeah. And Jesus take people out as they, they were. Yes, yeah. And right. I don't. I don't. That's just the biggest misconception. And then this is the other thing. To me, if it's really if if the usher sees this, then to me, don't put them in the front. Sit them right. in a pew where they Absolutely. don't have to worry about the exactly. lap scarf. But, you know, if everybody did their job with a little bit of love and concern as mm-hmm. opposed to protocol and mm-hmm. tradition, you know, mm-hmm. it would be different. You would get different results. But a lot of people are cool on church because of how yep. the congregation or the people in uh, their operating fields mm-hmm. make them feel when they come there. Because the average person today ain't got no suit, and ain't wearing no uh, calf limb right. skirt. And I'm really not going there about men in church being tempted. Cause I'm sorry. You need to get your flesh under control. That's not my Hello. issue, Pastor Deacon and Brother Joe. <laughs> the front face. It's mine on you the need matter. to get your flesh okay. under control. That's not my problem. Yeah. 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 My shoulders is bothering you. You need to go back and talk to God. It's a little mine bit mine. Exactly. You're not gonna give me a scarlet letter because you got sin. Uh, right. You got right. sin right. issue. Because right. when I put this shirt on, it was not I was to fine. draw attention. <laughs> I didn't want to be hot in the store for like that. I'm coming to worship in the day. I'm 47. It's 192 degrees outside, and I'm not going to put a jacket. I brought a blazer. It's not going on. Say it, T. Say it. Now, here's somebody who is definitely not your average church chick. Now, Tyler Perry has said that Medea is a Bible-quoting, gun-toting, cussing Christian, and he said that she is based on his aunt. So, as you can see her saying, Lord, please give me patience because if you give me strength, I just might be this today. Look, let me just say something. Amen. I say all the time. Jesus name. When God saved me, he saved you. Oh, that's a good one, T. Wait, say that again. When God saved me, he saved you. Okay? Because you didn't want me BC Treva. BC Treva before Christ. Christ. You hold it together. Because I've been, I told you all the time when I first got saved, like, look, even now. from me beating your ass. Even now, like, I've been black a lot longer than I've been saved. Black come first a lot. Right. Wait, hold up, Treva, you're a woman of God. Right, right. But the other part, look, as far as the, 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 here's the thing, Psalm 144, verse Mm -hmm. 1. It is a scripture. Word, God, words, God's word. It says, God prepared my hands for battle <laughs> and my fingers for war. I can and will make it happen for you. My, one of my most favorite men of God, yes. who, who I sat up under for two years in Houston, Bishop Ivy right. Hilliard. That was his. That was his. What? When he blessed me with that scripture, right. here. Yeah. you ran with it. I have the right, right to protect and defend myself. Right. Wait, mm-hmm. now what is that? Psalm one. Don't you get that to Johnny? Because I'm like, she don't have that license plate. Yes, he is. God said, I'm. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm whatever you need. You yes. 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 I just want to thank Bishop Hilliard. He is a man of faith. He's an awesome man of God. Let's he knows it. the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in and out. Yeah. Let's all drink to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Cheers. Jesus turned more than wine, honey. Yes, he did. All right, ladies. So moving on. 
Sometimes you just gotta switch that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to know: Could you go to a church where the first lady was a teen mother, had been married three times, wore provocative clothing, and had been investigated for misappropriating church funds? Well, that is our dear, lovely Mrs. Paula White, and she is one of the most well-known evangelists. In the world, and we'll preach you under a table, and I table. She got a cute little haircut. Always, Paula's always cute. Pastor Paula's always cute. Always uh, cute. I met I met Pastor Paula White when I did Deleon and Gary Sheffield's okay. wedding because uh-huh. they lived in Florida mm-hmm. and her church was there, and so they they were members at her church, and I was like, I like her, yeah, you know, and I just feel like when there are men of God or women of God that are in ministry that have gone through yes. some stuff. Flawed. That's normally they're when not they, as uh, judgmental. No, the thing they about know Dr. how to operate out of love is that mm-hmm. the things that you quoted about her mm-hmm. is not anything we had to go dig up and research. Mm-hmm. It's what she right. tells you. Right. Yes, she says that this yes. is who I who I was. Mm-hmm. This is what I went through. These are the mistakes I make. Like you don't have to do an investigative report on mm-hmm. her. Right. She'll tell you. She'll right. own her. She'll own who she is, was, and all that it's made her to be. Mm-hmm. And she she took the thing. I just feel like we all have a past. We have a history. And you can't judge people on that because Mm -hmm. that's not who they are in this present day and Mm -hmm. age. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we've all done some things that we're ashamed of. Does that make us not worthy to be, you know, an executive, to Mm -hmm. be a pastor, to be whatever? Mm -hmm. I I just I don't I don't agree with that. And, And I think when when you are willing to admit your flaws. Yeah, you take absolutely. the power away from other people. Because there's churches that you sit up there and you confide in sister so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they done used everything you confided against in you. against you. Yeah. But you and have you to like, be wise. You, know, mm-hmm. you, you definitely have to be wise your with discernment. your testimony because mm-hmm. everybody can't handle your truth and your reality. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard right. way. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with Treva. I'm cool with every mistake Treva's ever made. Mm-hmm. I'm, a cool, I'm cool with every accomplishment I've ever made. But I've learned along the years that everybody can't handle my past. Yeah. And everybody can't handle where you're going. Yes. Yeah. No, April, I know we talked about you a little bit because your (laughs) life changed so drastically. But what I want to know is when you were kind of dropped in the middle of this first family, did you, was there a time in your life where you really tried to hide who you were because of other people's? No. You know what I mean? Well, who who had on that dress? No, but this is the thing. Now, let me explain. Yeah, help me understand. Because (laughs) I didn't know when I came into... Uh, the first family because I didn't just come into a church yes, I right. married into a first family right. so it was a little different yes. so I think in me confide, you're not confiding but in me consulting with my husband mm-hmm. I'm like okay I know I should dress a certain way because it's just out of respect for the first mm-hmm. family I was mm-hmm. okay with that mm-hmm. you know I knew my skirts up that I would wear with a little bit too much booty thigh hanging mm-hmm. out and a little look that ain't gonna cut it. So, you know, I think with my husband and him growing up in the family, all his his sisters wasn't allowed to wear pants. Wow. At all. Yeah. His baby sister is mm-hmm. the only one that was allowed to wear pants at a certain point. Wow. So when I'm like, okay, babe, I know I need to, you know, do a little makeover. He's telling me what he knows. That's what right. he knows. This is what I've been brought up. You know, it suits this, that. Now, don't get twisted. I was in St. John's picking up suits and stuff, but still, <laughs> yeah. they were for me. You right. know, it just didn't fit who April is. So isn't right. that the same thing though? And well, no, because I felt like I was, I was happy doing that. I was okay. really at that moment. I loved my outfit. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was right. in a cult and I had mm-hmm. to put on, yeah. you know, these mm-hmm. outfits and, you know, blend in. I felt very confident right. about what I was wearing and loved my suit collection and my hat collection. <laughs> yeah. But now looking at right. it, I'm like, what the heck? I said to you, I said, why you didn't fly to New Jersey and slap the crap out of me? I'm like, what in the world? Right. But no, I, I was very comfortable. I just wanted to be pleasing to my first family and pleasing to God. Right. And so that's what I thought was pleasing. Not right. that I was trying to change who I was because yeah. I was still April I was yeah. still that same girl I just felt like it's like when you get a job that's what I was going to say you uniform. have to dress a certain way right. for a certain position yeah. and so the, for me that's what I felt like okay right. this is what I should do you were just a postal girl yeah. with the fly earrings that's what you, you had to wear the same all everybody else did right. but you was a little more right. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. and this is exactly why I didn't marry the preacher that I was dating because I was like that yeah. ain't why <laughs> No, I'm not going to get me a St. John's suit. No, ma'am. No, I won't do it. That's for your mama. Right. I just wouldn't do it. So now our next lady, T, you are very familiar with her. And she got a lot of backlash. Uh, for this look, I thought she looked amazing. She uh, Mrs. Erica Campbell. First of all, people, let's, we're going to start right here. The girl has on a turtleneck and a skirt. What mm-hmm. else did y'all want her to put on, Jesus? Mm-hmm. She got body. I mean, well, what, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And being a black woman. You're going to have body. A black woman, especially of a certain age after we've given birth. Yeah. I, I'm a full grown woman. Yes. And my she body says high. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she has on a turtleneck, people. Yeah. And a skirt, mm-hmm. and she looks amazing. Mm-hmm. She definitely yes. looks amazing. Because I you, don't, flesh. don't. I'm just saying, <laughs> your flesh issues is not my <laughs> business. <laughs> and I, and I was, your insecurities is not, not my, my business. Because really that's what the combination I've seen was. Some other, um, <laughs> there are some other gospel singing artist ladies that wear outfits. And all they cleavages <laughs> with us all the time. Yeah. And I won't name them, but you yeah. know what I mean. Right. It's like why I don't have a problem with they wear. I don't have a problem with she wears. It's, it's her personality. Erica's right. young. She's vibrant. She's yeah. sexy. Yeah. She's but all- the problem was she looked too good in it. Right. That's that the, was problem. the only. That problem. was the only. That problem. was the mm-hmm. only problem. Yeah. Well, I will say with this next picture, let's just say I'm really happy, my friend. Ah! Come on. Mm-hmm. That's a Sunday morning on her way. Yes. Worship the Lord. You like fine wine. Yes. She didn't bring it back. She didn't brought it back, Sean. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. look younger there. Yes. But you know what? If you it go back to all the pictures, we yeah. all look younger now than we did. Uh, that's just yeah. crazy. That's because Beyonce <laughs> called me and told me about the fountain of youth. And I was like, okay, girl, I'm going to do the ponytail on the side next week. But this fountain of youth is good to me. You know. You Wait, know. so you was going to church here? Mm-hmm. Okay. But let me just say, I took the most drastic picture from my past. Right. Because I have somewhere I'm kind of like borderline like that. But I'm like, you know, but my husband had to learn too because Kenyatta, um, a good friend of ours Mm -hmm. who passed away, she used to be like Sean. She ain't going to a church function today. She's it's okay like a to wear. Yes, and he just <laughs> yes. wanted me to be like first lady status, and I'm like okay. And then when I wear things, he's like, "That's too tight." And I'm like, "You can put a trash bag on me. You still it's gonna see my curves?" Right. Yeah, like no, All but that ass? but let me just <laughs> no. tell y'all how much of a church boy Mr. Sean Daniels is. Well, I did their wedding. He said, "Diane, can't nobody dance." Yeah, no. Wait, 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 no, that was my first conflict when I first got. But saved. we doing a party, Sean. No, no, but tell him who my DJ was. Biz Marquis was my oh, DJ. And you can't dance. And, and, you dance. Dance. <laughs> and I was like, be like in your 
feet. All right. So guess what the compromise was? All right, D, but you can only play the songs that, that we produce. <laughs> okay. And how many times we gonna play Rock Your World by Michael Jackson? And let me tell you. <laughs> we had a lot of church people in our yes. in our audience, okay? And when all of those songs came on, it was like you could cut Yes. The tension in the room. I said, Lord. But as soon as he put on the gospel song, hey, you're going no, down no. the road, baby. I, that was, I was that like, was the first it was very face. weird. No. I was like, April really loved this dude. No, that was the first test of my faith. The first church I went to, they were amazing. And they were what I needed in my life because I was wild. Me and my husband came from yes. the industry, the streets. We needed that structure. But as I started growing and I got uncomfortable, like, okay, this is beyond me. When my pastor told me two things, and I was like, oh, it might be time to go because I don't think. He said, I was going, we were going back to New Orleans. First, he had a problem that I was going back to New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. Are you kidding me? You know, like, it's a city. It's, no, it's a city. It's my family. That's what, uh, you, something wrong with you. Then it was, he did this whole song about preaching and about dancing. And I and it when I tell you it's we sad. know you like to dance. I love to dance. <laughs> and it saddened me to think that wait, you mean and me and my husband had just gotten married, so you mean like I will never dance with my husband? Right. I could not imagine that. And then being from New Orleans, like mm-hmm. we second line on a dime. You understand me? Right. We gonna celebrate you coming in <laughs> right. the world, leaving the world in between. Like we, that's just what we do. Right. So I felt like, oh my God, that's when I started. Mm-hmm really thinking I heard that was my first time I can audibly remember hearing the voice of God tell me I'm not changed I don't need you to change your personality mm-hmm. I'm going to change your heart mm-hmm. you'll be fine because right. I felt like I was yeah. being stripped of myself and then that pastor had stood up one day in the court and we'll do that for another show in, in, in the thing he told us that oral sex was a sin and I said it's time to go <laughs> Look, look. Well, he it's out. time to go. Yes, yes. Well, at me and the truffle So y'all will all be proud to know at Mega Fest, I came in dancing to yes. Guapale. Okay, because that's just how I get down. Yes. You know? I love it. That's just how I get down. Yes. You, you know, and I know some you people like yeah. Hey. Yes. I was like. Because if all four of us sat up here and was the same, how can we win people who are not the same? We got to be different because my light shines different from the rest. Your yeah. light, your light shine. Your light. It is people that each of us can touch that the yeah, other can. I'll never. Absolutely. Yeah, there'll be people Absolutely. I talk to like, oh, I need to let you talk to Diane. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I need you to let. I need you need to meet my girlfriend April. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you need to hear Jennifer. Like, cause I'm not called to every woman. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now this next topic, I know I'm gonna get some high fives on this Ugh. one. So if it sticks. <laughs> Get out the kitchen. So, Jennifer, do you think a good woman's responsibility is to cook? Especially, <laughs> even if she got to do it like this, with babies hanging off of No, hell to the no. Listen, I, I do I do know how to cook, okay? Mm-hmm. My menu is limited, mm-hmm. okay? I make great reservations. <laughs> but, listen, I... I just I don't feel like 
to be a good woman, you have to be in the kitchen cooking, mm-hmm. barefoot, holding a kid, and this one. And no, kitchen's like, a mess. The kids is a mess. No, she's yeah, looking kid, frumpy. That kitchen out of control. <laughs> the kitchen is not all of our best friends. It's definitely not mine. I mean, I could do a little thing or two up in there. I used to actually make Thanksgiving dinner when I was married. Like that would be my pass for the year. Okay, and I'm like, year. listen, don't but I don't think I don't think <clears throat> cooking is necessarily like a must to be a good right. wife, a good woman. Right. Now, Treva, I know you have a very busy career, yes, do. and does Big Rock cook? At home? Yes, Big, Big Rock actually cooks the majority of the time. He's an everyday cooking person. For him, uh-huh. cooking for us as a family, when we first started dating, that was his expression of love. Right. Like, that's if he loves you, likes you, mm-hmm. that's how he shows his love. Mm-hmm. Like, to come to our house to eat, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, if I don't like you and my husband don't like you, you, you can't come to eat, our house. You can right. a cup of water. Putting your foot, feet up under our table is personal. Right. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I've been her. Because, but not because as a statement, as a good woman, a good wife, is I'm a multitasker. Because mm-hmm. at the same time, see how she mm-hmm. got little, little baby Johnny right there? <laughs> I probably have a head, had baby Johnny and a headset on, running, a, doing whatever I'm doing. Right. Like right. only because I could see that because as a woman, we, we figure out how to get it all done mm-hmm. at whatever time. So at that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak to that picture and feel like that's a definition of her as a woman and a wife. That's her trying to make it all happen. Mm. And 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 for me, that's who I that's who I am too. My husband's the everyday cook. I'm the special occasion party cooker. <laughs> I like to have a reason for my cooking. When you guys come over and I lay, I I love making my big pots of gumbo and all of that mm. stuff and doing it for my. Mm-hmm. We just, love it too. Just but so just you on know. A Tuesday, yeah. Don't be asking me what's for dinner on Tuesday. Yeah. Just How about, yeah if I'm I doing that, ever. I really love you. I really really love you. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't ever need to be right. her. Yeah. And my love for my husband is is yeah. is true and pure and I will never be that chick right there. I'm her sometimes. Now Mrs. Daniels how about you? (laughs) (laughs) Well I would never be her only because that kitchen is hideous and she don't that that whole scene ain't right. That's semantic. But but (laughs) I would say for me me personally I think a good woman is one who can supply the needs of her husband or her man. So for me in my household cooking is a must because my husband has to eat that is a need and so I feel complete as his wife being able to service him in all the ways he Mm -hmm. needs to be serviced well I feel whole and complete (laughs) calling a chef to come in and and I'll make sure my man cooks it might not be my cooking but his exactly he gonna eat eat. but I just don't understand why I need to be in the kitchen why do you need to be in the kitchen yes but let me just say this real quick I think we need to hold on to some tradition. Why? Because it makes who feel better. No, not about feeling better, but mm-hmm. just for our children. I think part of the problem today is that a lot of tradition is no longer intact. I really believe but that. Whose tradition, though? Right. Your own tradition, well, whatever like, it is. My tradition, the, 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 is my husband is the cook. That's, that's no, what, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm just speaking from yeah. my point of view. Like I grew up, my mother was in the kitchen. My mm-hmm. grandmother was in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they had jobs. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't like they was just at home cooking, barefoot, pregnant. But for me, that's important because I don't want Omar and Jet to go get a wife that's like, oh, well, we can take out again. We can get delivery. But, we can, you know, I want them to know that substance. I want them to know what what a woman, a good woman, in my opinion, is. Mm-hmm. And that's someone who can be 
you know, equally yoked. She can hold you down in areas that you ain't going to mm-hmm. get in the kitchen and do. You know, now it works for you because, you know, your man, he and, is a great chef. I love his food too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's different to traditions yeah, for each yeah. household. But for me and my home, that's very important to me because yeah. I just want them to have a blueprint for not what it should be, but at least to say they had that experience and whether they mm-hmm. want to continue it in their own life, yeah. that's mm-hmm. different, but not like, I don't even know what that's like. My mom ain't never cooked for me. What? But I just think, I, I hear what you're saying, but I also feel like I'm talking to one of the mothers in the church that's kind of judging me because I don't fit her mold because I Who, don't. me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I said in my household. Yeah, I get it. Ain't nobody The conversation is about not your average church chick. And I just think when you say things like that, I think that it can't, it doesn't, all that does is make women that don't do that feel bad about themselves. No, you ain't got to feel bad. If it's not important to you, don't so feel bad. If, 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 if I don't cook, right. am I not good enough to be with your son? No, you're not. Say oh. no. <laughs> Say no. See y'all, America. Yeah. Let me find out you got feelings for my nephew. Right. Right. <laughs> No, no, no. They are working together. No, no. No, I'm not saying that because how he runs his house is how he runs his house. I'm not going to be that overbearing mother like, well, she don't but cook you like gonna me. But you going to be judging me in the back of your mind. <laughs> yes, no, is. I'm not. Because if he's happy, like, I'm happy. she can make you as a cup of No, donuts. because let me tell you, I've been judged. So I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. So that's something I don't do with him. I think but I'm just saying I think all that should... stuff is about partnership. Because here's the thing. Big Rock is the main cooker in my family, right? Mm-hmm. But again, it's this expression of love. I know how to say I love you in different ways. For me, we <coughs> share the cleaning. He can't touch laundry. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's not allowed. I do the grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's about the, the balance. balance. For, for me, we find mm-hmm. the balance because I'm not the wife that's going to be Monday through Friday cooking because I'm working on business plans and marketing proposals. I'm running your business that you set up, brother. Mm-hmm. I, you go like that. <coughs> I remember there was a lady at that first church. This is where not your average church it came from. <laughs> she came to my house. We invited her over for Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. Expression of love. Right. I thought the heifer liked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We in there. You were confused. All of that, and she she sat there the whole time talking about you should be ashamed of yourself. And that's why I feel like April didn't do that, but this lady did, and I didn't take that at all. Like I should why? change it. Why you should be ashamed? Because lady, you didn't cook. She says, you know, because you don't want to start. Because again, me and my husband had just gotten married, so you know, you don't want to start that. And uh, and you know that when he's doing that, that's that's not a good. I said, why not? I said he enjoys this. How he tells me he loves me. Right. Mm-hmm. I said so. I don't know what working cracking at your house, but over here, right. he likes it, it works fine. For me. Right. And, and I like eating them. And uh, he <laughs> likes making me a pot of greens. And he likes to wake me up in the on Saturday morning right. with my favorite grits. And he he enjoys that. Right. But you know, I just feel like even if he don't enjoy it, I just feel like we have the right to choose whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And I just absolutely, I don't yeah. think tradition matters to it shouldn't matter to anybody I don't think it should matter to anybody I think tradition is what you I think tradition is is individual it's a family yes, yes. what is. your tradition is for your family right. and your, yes. cause for the yes. white family this has been a summer of takeout we both got jobs. <laughs> it's hot. It's been 197 it's degrees. It making right. this you know, right. it's what it is. When Damon and I got married, we were real grown, and we discussed that we were going to make sure that we defined 
our love yes. and our marriage for us. That's right. And we was not going to be trying to have traditions. But we, that's the nothing. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, You're I know. defining how you want to do of it. Course. And if it's not including traditions, that's fine. Right. I'm defining how I yeah. like it. And mine does include tradition because that's always been a part of my childhood and made me the woman I am today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. And so I, I, don't be, I respect don't all be, you did. What bothers me is the part when you say, well, I just think a good woman... That's my opinion. I'm entitled to it. Right. But when you say good woman, you should say, I define April as being good when I cook for my husband. (laughs) Now she's going to tell me how to talk. Don't put it on nobody (laughs) else. You see this? You see this? Because I think I'm a good woman. and I'm not always in the damn kitchen. You might catch me in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) See? And And if that's that's what it is, that's what it is. You are a good woman. Because let me just say something to you. Yeah. This is the thing, like with the four women that we are, we're also individual. Coming to your house, yes. I'm not concerned about what I'm gonna eat. Right. I know that I'm going to get an experience. Absolutely. Right? From my handwritten Diane Valentine card <laughs> to my girlfriend open up the door with a ball gown on Jesus right. and I'm there done to the gods. With her diamond and crusty plate. What See, table? you ain't getting that at my house. No matter but how I cook good you my good food is, my table ain't never been set. I don't even own them kind of set and supplies. <laughs> <laughs> we eat over at the house, but we, we don't have place settings and whatnot. We got a gumbo pots and spoon in the bowl. <laughs> right, right, right. But listen, I enjoy that experience I get. From and it you. is, it is different. It is very different in my house. And I think my daughter is very traditional, like Miss April here. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like have at it, have at it. Go head on and slave in that kitchen if you want to. Let me well, go my let, let, me, my let me just clear this up for Black mm. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> He's like stirring up some crap. I'm not saying you're not a good woman if you ain't in the kitchen. You can't date Omar. That's not true. I did that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Your girlfriend has to cook. She does cook. She came over and was baking in my kitchen mm-hmm. and everything. But listen, that's why she I'm just and that's not. <laughs> that's not true. I'm just saying for me and my family and how I run my household, I would like to leave my children with tradition yes. so they know the difference. Whatever they choose when they leave the nest is what they choose. Okay. I'm not saying right. she well, got the cook, she got the clean, but she we got the clean. She can't be trying. Well, listen, let's just move on. Let's just move on. She so. always starting some stuff. She gonna make me cuss on this episode. <laughs> See, you, can, you can host whenever you're ready. <laughs> what was that? Psalms one, four one. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta play for the player. You got to pray for the player and the game. Yeah. So, T, I know that you are an executive on Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, and we see this great picture of you here with Omarion. But what I want to know is, do you ever feel like you need to minister to your talent? Yes. There are times that, not that I feel like I need to, there are times when it's, when I, I know that I should. Okay. And the thing about what I do and who I am is because I say all the time, all I, all I am is Treva. So all I can give you is Treva. So if I'm in a moment and it's a tense scene or something's going on, if I need to get you all the way together mm-hmm. in a Psalms 144 way, mm-hmm. I will. If I need to stop, take off my headset mm-hmm. and shut down the set to pray for you, I will. Oh. I've done it. I've done it. I did it last year at the reunion. I've done it in the middle of scenes. Whatever my talent needs, 
I give it to them. However, I and ministry to me isn't isn't all. Sometimes it is. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Let me let me pray for you. Right. I had a girl the other day. She did a surgery on the TV. She was terrified. She was shaking. And as we were taken up in the elevator, I grabbed her hands. I said, "Let me pray for you." Mm-hmm. And I and I asked God to give her peace. Yeah. That was what was needed. Sometimes the ministry comes from me saying to them, "This is what I'm trying to get you to see. Right. This is what I'm trying to." It's, it's sometimes it's me talking to them. So I feel like because of who I am and all that I've been through, I know that my life ministers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and people have a lot to say. I get a lot of little comments about the work I do. But it's all right because y'all watch it. There's one lady on Facebook who took the time to give me this mm-hmm. comment. My first season. And my first season, I was only associate producer. Oh, I was so disheartened to know that you would leave Mary, producing Mary Mary to go do this. And here's the thing. If you saw my name on the credits that first season, you watched all the way to the end. Okay? <laughs> she wasn't on the right. front credits. She right. was on the bottom credits last right. season. Like right. so you watched all the way to the end. Why you right. got, why are you saying something to me? But, but my, you have to admit what? you have to admit that the kind of reality TV you do is definitely um not always television that portrays us in the best light, you know. And so you have Jennifer, to understand that these people are walking around like this. A lot of them in their everyday life. I get that. I get that. But like Living Jennifer, to this level of foolishness. You were on an outright hateful show. So did you ever have to go home and like pray about or pray for your co-hosts? Well, first of all, I wish you were on my side because those bitches needed Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I had to go home and drink. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I it was like a point where I felt myself turned into an alcoholic because it was just so crazy. And right. the thing is, I didn't go. The show wasn't sold to me that way. Right. It ended up turning into something crazy, and I was just really like, "What am I doing? My family would not approve of this. This right. is not how I was raised. Like, I don't. You know, I I, I like to think that." You know, I portray myself in a positive light. And so it just, it just was becoming very crazy. And I I have to admit, I probably never prayed for none of them bitches, but, (laughs) but I I prayed for myself to give me sanity, to be able to go onto this set and not have to kill a bitch. Yeah. And sometimes that's all you can do. That's all you can do. And I'm just, I'm, I'm being real. That's, that's, and the thing is with that show, you were with, you taped with the most broken women mm-hmm. you, you take yeah. with a lot of broken women yeah so and I tell people all the time I tell my talent when I sit them down whatever's in you is coming out of you absolutely mm-hmm. reality TV is a magnifying glass it, yeah. it's not a creation of anything mm-hmm. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna turn the camera on and whatever's there good bad or ugly is going to show mm-hmm. up if it's cracked I didn't put the crack there right. baby it was already there yeah. right all you just have to be aware of your cracks and don't get surprised by your own cracks mm-hmm. right. right and then more blame and somebody you know what, and then what, what I came to realize That's a good is point. that people have their own personal shit yes. and like from me reading the four agreements it's like you don't take anything personal because mm-hmm, right. that's that's whatever they're going through and I do realize that hurt people hurt, hurt other people, people. Right. and so I just was like you know what I don't take this personal it has nothing to do with me right. deep down inside my core I know I'm a good person right. mm-hmm. and I can sleep at night right. knowing that right and T I, because I know you and I know your mm-hmm. story I know that you had to be planted there yeah you had to be I believe that because my thing is somebody was going to get that job 
Yeah. And I thank God every day for those people mm-hmm. that were assigned to that show yeah. that I'm the person that got that job. Right. Because mm-hmm. I would be afraid for them if it if wasn't, it wasn't. Me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, Lord. I don't I make no bones about what I do. Right. I, it provides me a good living, but I also provide a good I know who I am and I know what I give. I love those I love every person on my show. Right. Genuinely and individually. Mm-hmm. I love and I love all and I love all and accept all that comes with them. Yeah. On their good days and bad days. And they know that. And mm-hmm. because I, after season one in between season they're calling me. Because they want they tell me saying, Treat I did such and such because they want me to be proud of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And and that's what's important. Somebody I wished if it were my right. that I, I want to be in those places like God or let it be someone like me. Right. That mm-hmm. would have a job the next season on these type right. of shows. Right. That's true. That's true. So now, ladies, <laughs> sometimes you got to understand that you can have your own faith yes. and your own discernment. Yes. Now, let me tell you about some crazy stuff before we wrap <laughs> this one up here. Yeah. Because sometimes church people have you drinking all kinds of bad tea. Okay. Mm. So there's a pastor in Kenya who told his female parishioners that undergarments are ungodly and they should remove them before coming to church <gasps> so Christ can enter their bodies. Oh, so he ain't entering that way. Yeah. He sounds like a perfect for that spiritual talking. And I'm just saying, Ooh, all the time, pastor, you just cannot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They Stop. on the front row. Stop. You said remove your undergarments. Mm-hmm. Can, we, so can, is, I, get a, can it, I get a close? What? Are you trying to simulate something? That's church. They sitting there with no drawers on? Yeah. No the drawers. pastor told them not to wear them. Let me repeat this. This one right about to pull a Sharon Stone. I, could, I, I don't blame the pastor. In the yellow. In the yellow. You don't blame the pastor. I don't blame the pastor because you're supposed to seek and get your own knowledge. Right. You want to separate the meat from the potatoes. But see, this is my point. Just like them women in the church can make you feel bad about who you are, you also got people in the church that will make you be foolish. He making them feel good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it went way on. That's with the cleavage all the way to the yeah. She might as well not wore a dress. Right. God gave her What you wearing, I'm just still sense. stuck at the fact that he said, remove your undergarment. Yes. So that, so that Jesus, Jesus can, can, enter, can enter you. How is he entering? So I can wear my drawers at work, though. But only when I come to your church. That's what I'm saying. Not the. I mean, I'm just. I don't think Jesus comes in in the room that way. (laughs) The women of Lord's Propeller Redemption Church in Dandor, Kenya. The devil is alive. They the need you there, Diane. You need to be on the That need to be your next day. That's my next speaking engagement. <laughs> oh, honey. Well, I la- ladies, I, I love when we get all. together because it is always a spirit. I'm so upset about this. <laughs> she needs you, Treva. She needs to be your friend. Oh. She? Right. You mean they? Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about she. I, I see four. See, that's why I'm not called to the newly saved. My ministry is specific. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I will end you a baby Christian. <laughs> because I'm too, I'm very 
I'm going to give you. Like, like, like I'm, 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 I'm but yeah. a foolish sitting yeah. in the pew. Look here. <laughs> and you know dang well you shouldn't have believed that man. Like, I'm, right. I'm called to minister to people like you. You mind right. you. You yeah. need to minister that pastor. Right. <laughs> he need some laying hands on him. No, he don't need no laying hands. He needs Psalm 144. Don't one. touch him. Right. Yes, he do. He needs Psalm 144. That's right. what I need. You know, so. ladies, this has been a very spirited conversation. We didn't even get through our entire show, but it's always so much fun when we get together. So, Jennifer, before we wrap out, why don't you give our viewers one last piece of advice about not being your average church chick and then tell our viewers how they can keep up with you? Okay, well, I'm definitely not your average church chick. And I go to a church in L.A. that I just started going to called One Church on La Brea. And there's definitely not your average church chicks up in there. And people come as they are. They wear what they want. Mm -hmm. And I just say... Just be true to yourself mm-hmm. because God accepts us no matter what shape, form, no matter what sins. Just just be true to yourself and don't try to conform to anyone because the only one that can judge you is God. And make sure you follow me. I'm not always godly, but follow <laughs> me. At I am Jennifer on Twitter and Jennifer Williams 17 on Instagram. All right. And T, last piece of advice and how they can keep up with you. Um, I'll piggyback off of being true to yourself and when in trying to navigate this whole world of Christianity and getting it right there are some things that just old things as my friend said traditions and there's this one tradition I will call the top 10 will get you in if you focus right there on the mm-hmm. top 10 commandments yeah. you don't have time on yourself you won't have time to think about what Jennifer is or isn't mm-hmm. you won't have time to think about what Diane is or is, or is not it's about yourself. It's about self-reflection. Yeah. Master no top ten. Then go holler here. That's good. <laughs> you can find me also at, at Miss Rock on Twitter, at Miss Rock 68 um, on Instagram. Not always God. Well, I won't say that. I'm always God. I'm a woman of God. I'm almost inspirational. It depends what's happening for me. <laughs> now somebody tried me on what my message might be on my Instagram. So that's my I will help you. I will help you. Amen. Amen. On behalf, Amen. Of, on behalf of my friends, I shall help you. I'm quicker to help you about them than I will. I'll ignore you on my page. You go to their page asking the food. I got you. <laughs> and Mrs. Daniel. You said that was the last bit of um, advice. No, no, I need you. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared to talk. So you know, she always coming at the le- right side of my neck. Her last no. are like, well, you're not, not traditional. <laughs> you know, I, I think we are in the era of um, a lot of women not being your average church chick. Yes, and that is okay, but what's not okay is when you shun away from the Lord. Yep. Yeah. I encourage relationships. I encourage you to find a church. I encourage you to find a church that doesn't try to change you, but that you see that you're able to grow in it. Because mm-hmm. if you're in a church where you just feel comfortable and that's it, I come, mm-hmm. I worship and I leave, mm-hmm. that might not be the church for you. Mm-hmm. You should always feel a little bit inspired to mm-hmm. want to be better, to want to do more, to want to, you know, go the extra mile. So I encourage everybody to find a church home if you don't have one and still be true to yourself. You don't have to wear peach color suits like I did you down to the floor with kitten heels, but you know, be true to yourself. Ooh, and hush, Jennifer, and I can be found April. at I am April Daniels across all social media platforms. 
Thank you, Mrs. Daniels. (laughs) Ladies, I am a firm believer that a relationship with Christ is individual. It is a personal relationship. And when you have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then you know that God made you exactly the way you are. And he formed you before you even had breath in that body. So as you begin to mature in Christ, you will realize that things will start to come out of you because he pulls them out of you. And if you don't define yourself for yourself, others will constantly define you for you. I'm Diane Valentine. You can keep up with me across all social media platforms at I am, no, at just (laughs) Diane Valentine. (laughs) Thank you, at Diane Valentine. Lord, I'm tongue-tied. Church people got me sweating. April got me sweating over here. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. Good night. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Crispin, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.